Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. It's time for another ice cream social. Hello to all of you, scoops, socialists, socialites, and the ice cream sandwich. This is the ice cream social. How's it going, Paul Mattingly? Pretty good, Matt Donnelly. I auditioned for a musical today. Cool. I didn't know what you'd done. You said an audition. What? What? Can you tell what musical? I can. I Carnival. I don't think it's out of school. No. I don't Why? think so. No. I didn't. I didn't sign like a non-disclosure agreement to audition or anything. What is it? It's coming to town. So right now, running off Broadway is uh, a parody of Fifty Shades of Grey. <gasps> oh yeah, Fifty Shades the musical, and um, <clears throat> they want to launch it here. That's right. And I was laughing because if you look at the breakdown of all the characters, all of them are like, "Must be impeccable shape, must have crazy mm-hmm. singing voice range, must have an amazing dance skills." And then there's just one role that was like looking for uh, John Belushi, Jack Black type. Uh, must be comfortable uh, wearing revealing outfits. Uh, comedic timing a must. Uh, vocal range must be pretty good. Dancing skills a bonus. Like it was a total like right. Like they basically treat, like if you're funny, they can treat you like a handicapped person mm-hmm. in in musical theater. Like we'll <laughs> ignore all the rest of your faults if you can make jokes <laughs> happen. Can you make jokes happen? Well, but also comfortable in revealing clothing. You're down with that. Yeah, I don't you wear care about you wear that. crazy shit. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. You go for it. Yeah. In fact, it. if anything, it's like uh, you know, living here in Las Vegas, you meet a lot of people, and I've seen, I met a lot of people who've been in shows where they they are they are uh, they're naked, they're naked, and I don't ever get the opportunity to return the favor. <laughs> no one's ever like. It's time that Vegas receive its ultimate gift. No matter how many times I audition for Jubilee, they just will not. <laughs> I can't even get to the place in the room where I can take my shirt off and have them look at my nipples and the, say that's yes. That's the or problem. No. I was gonna say the problem is you can't keep those nipples hard enough. No, I can't. I mean, I use like a. Don't you keep ice in your pocket? Yeah, and that wasn't enough, and so uh. I started putting I started putting ice on like a drill bit, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I drill the I love the whirl, yeah, I yeah, whirl yeah. the ice right around my Slow nips. Down. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I whirl the ice around my nips. Well, the weather outside is frightful. That's what I sounded like when I said that. <laughs> well, the ice of my nips is frightening, <laughs> and yep. the drill is slowly tightening. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, where are my nipples? Oh, yeah. So, where are my nipples? I, you know, and I talked about this with uh, with my wife being in musical theater, and uh, me, especially in New York, when I just would go audition for, you know, you audition for commercials or little bit parts on soaps and and television shows. Th- that's kind of where I was going, and then like the amount of work you have to do on a regular audition versus the amount of work you have to do to try to get hired by a musical is insane. What's the difference? I mean, so you have to learn. You know, like so for this for this thing, I had to learn three scenes. Wow, three scenes—that's a lot. That's a lot, and that's all. And I've had that. I've had that before with maybe like a movie or something like that, where they want to make sure that you you can do the cover all a the larger bases. part or mm-hmm. whatever you want it. You sure. want to a little bit of range. Sure. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's enough, right? But then then what you want to then you also have to prepare a song to sing. Wow. Not a whole song, but you Just know, a a sixteen bars, a little mm-hmm. piece of a song, but still. You have to figure it out. Like you have to find a song that you want to sing. You have to figure out where to get sheet music for that song. 
now the internet makes that easier but still and then you have to you have to like you you have to select your own that's the weird thing about selecting a song it's like here are sides for you to memorize when it comes to singing figure it out you find a thing that shows you off <laughs> that kind of fits our musical even though you've never seen our music right go for it so you got to find a song then i don't i i need someone to help me so i got to find a someone who's going to play piano and plink me through the song and let me make sure i sing it you had to get an accompanist uh to practice yeah oh yeah okay yeah. to practice yeah i mean there's a company's in the audition but okay yeah i want to be able to you know sure. do that and so you gotta do that then uh you get a, a callback right and so if you're good and so this is what happened for me i got a callback i, I did nice. i memorized my three scenes I, I memorized my song i sang uh uh, uh pour some sugar on me by def leppard oh yeah that's uh something that Turns out is in my wheelhouse. I did not know, <laughs> but I have. That's a, that's that's going to be a new. That's going to be a new that's karaoke for me to go to. Because yeah. honestly, my karaoke oh, go to, yeah. as we've discussed before, is uh, "Hungry Like the Wolf." That is what I do at a karaoke bar. I do "Hungry Like the Wolf," and uh, but I only do it because there's like a really long instrumental part which I narrate the that drums. I'm turning into a werewolf and that everyone's <laughs> in danger. That's my move. <laughs> That's my signature move. <laughs> so that's not going to work at an audition for a musical theater. So I had to not find a new quite. one. So I did, uh, did a little pour some sugar on me. And man, do I want to do that at karaoke. That's a fun song to sing. That is a good one. Um, and so, you know, I get through that part and then I get a callback. So the callback is you got to come back and you're going to do those three scenes again. You're going to get notes on those three scenes to incorporate. Then they're going to send you a new song that's from the show that you got to you gotta uh, tackle that. Yep. Whole song? Uh no, uh, a little longer than sixteen bars, right. whatever. Just a chunk of that song, and then you have to. And then this is where I'm really scared. Is that then you you go in and you learn a dance combination, and they walk everyone. In that the would room be my most nerve wracking part for sure. And then so so like for these for these two days, I just was consumed. Like two or three days, I just was constantly looking over stuff, ignoring any emails or any sense of urgency that and any other part of my life. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to. Memorize these scenes. Let it burn. Research the show. This is what it's about. This is, yeah, just just diving in and and uh, you know the callback's over and I don't know. <laughs> but you uh, you seem to it seemed to go well. Sure, I made him laugh. Yeah, you can feel though when it went to shit. Yes, I'm, I I've never. Other actors will always say, "I thought I did not book that," and then I got the call and I booked it. Like I I have none of those stories. No. Anytime I think I fucked it up. I'm the same way. I fucked it up. The same way. And on the other side of it, I have kind of a a feeling of like, oh, yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. I've gotten that feeling and still not gotten hired. So I have that part down. Nine times out of ten, that feeling is is legit for me. Biggest Biggest job in my life, I still don't know how I got it. Wow. I thought I bombed that interview so badly. The one that you have now? No, like the one that opened all of the doors for me that have like led to my career. Mm. Yeah. I have no idea how I got that job. You know what? You know what you don't know is that that person read romance novels, and you, you and your long hair, you look just like the cover of the romance novel. I had short reading. hair and no beard. Oh, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even let you be the audio guy of a podcast. Get out with of no my, hair, get out of my yeah, office. And no beard. Yeah, short hair, no beard, and uh, I mean skinnier. Like I saw me. You were a piece of ass, right? This I, is a pre raccoon groom's cake. Pre pre raccoons groom's cake. Yeah, because yeah. once you eat that cake, you can't get that weight off. No, raccoon groom's cake weight stays forever. That's right. A moment on the lips, a lifetime on the hips. That's the raccoon groom's cake for you. <laughs> I pictured, uh, uh, I pictured a raccoon dressed like a nanny as you talk. <laughs> I hate to be the one to break it to you, Jacob, but as delicious as the raccoon groom's cake has been, you'll never see the end of it. Mm. 
That's a great little image. <laughs> um, you will be carrying me for the rest like, of your days. Enjoy. <laughs> and so the thing that's weird is like when it's all over, I feel like um, relieved and depressed for a little bit. Sure, because you've invested all of your being into this one moment. And, and now you're just done. like, ah. And so you spend your afternoon, you're like, what was I? And you literally try, like, I'm trying to be like, what did I do with my life before <laughs> this audition? <laughs> what was I doing before I was trying to get into oh, this musical? Oh, man. Oh, I've had that. Yes. Yep. 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 Because yep. the funny thing is that, like, before this audition came around, like, I have a, a, a plan I'm executing with my life. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, like, there's those. And so all of a sudden, you put everything on hold and put all your full investment in. And the thing is that, like, I don't know, as someone who's been a, uh, a, 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 a an actor that has a, a successes gig wise, but not job wise, mm-hmm. gotten a lot of gigs. I think I have a fine resume. Yes, uh, make I a living. I've, I've made a living. Um, uh, but you know, like I, I can tell you that I don't know. Like I, I even in New York, I remember talking. I used to teach actors a lot more often at the New York Film Academy, at the People's Improv Theater. And I'd say, like, I don't know. Your job is to just get destroyed. I don't know the other way. Like, I don't know how to be an actor and not put your entire self-esteem on the line mm-hmm. and your and your validation on the line. Yeah, it's weird. Like, yeah. as, as much, you know, rhino skin as we develop, we're still trained to be vulnerable. And also, You like, don't know how the job can be pleasant. There have been times where I've developed that rhino skin, uh... And uh, I sucked at those auditions. Yeah. You know, when you go mm-hmm. in like, whatever, this is just some bullshit. And you walk in like some bullshit, they'll gladly just send you right back out mm-hmm. and, and not care. Yeah, you have to care. You have to care. A you nugget of care. you has to care. Yeah. It's a trick, man. And then, and then I'm laughing because like now, now that I'm, po- now, now I'm post that depression lump, mm-hmm. the, enough hours have gone by, and plus Jacob poured me whiskey. Mm, so it helps. Uh, like, Doesn't hurt. And then you realize, like, I'm, I'm like, clawing for a job like i'm i'm really working every ounce of what i can do to get this job mm-hmm. which implies that me singing a bunch of songs and wearing like next to nothing in a show like i'm begging for this job <laughs> like the job i want is one that's like i will never invite my dad to <laughs> like one that i was like oh he's who in knows? town who knows dude who knows man this could be this could catch yeah. on big it, it honestly the thing that i was psyched about is is that uh I knew of the show because uh, people from the People's Improv Theater were in it uh, when they cast it in New York. Uh, my buddy Chris uh, had played the part that I that I was auditioning for. Cool. Um, so so you had a little bit of inside track on that one. Yeah, and then I called him and got a lot of advice. And, yeah. and uh, I, I also listened to him. Like He is the voice on the soundtrack. Oh, wow. And so uh, you know, it just was one of those things where like I performed with him for years, so I kind of felt like... I, I felt a certain approach, a, a comfort. Definitely a connection. Yeah. And that speaks to the validity of the project that friends and people that you trust and respect yeah. have already been involved with it. So yeah. that's great. And uh, I got the script and when I got the sides and started reading it, I was like, man, this show is really funny. It's a really funny show. That's cool. And it, that's the part where I get anxious. Like when I, when I was uh, a bartender, I used to love auditioning for beer commercials. So I knew those commercials would play on the TVs while I was bartending. How fun, huh? So I was like, I used to get really nervous for bartending commercials. I'd be like, I really want to get this bartending. I really so want to get this Oh, beer. look, it's me. Yeah, I really want to get this Budweiser commercial. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, uh, that was the thing where I was like, oh, man, this is, this is a funny show. I really want to do it because it would be really fun to be in a show that's funny all the time. Because... Not a lot of comedies come through Vegas where they want to cast regular guys in comedies. And then those take those comedies that do come here and how many of them are really 
like really funny. How many? How many of them like are kind of funny, and you kind of want you think you can you can make it work mm-hmm. versus like this was funny. This well, funny and how many of them have a, a strong possibility of success? Yeah, I mean the good news is, and this is inside shop talk, but it's it it, it the show came here as its regular tour stop and went to the Smith Center here in town. Right. It was an agency here, a local agency that said this show should stay here, and contacted them and said. So best agency, which I, I was familiar with because they produced um, Wayne Brady's show. Yes, and so they were uh, they, they know how to get shit, and they do a ton of stuff. I mean, they, they do a ton, do of, a stuff ton of stuff in this town. They originally brought Jersey Boys here. The original couple they brought Jersey Boys here. They don't work with them anymore, but um, but they 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 know how to get the sh- word out about stuff here in this town. So the fact that they're behind it makes makes me also excited about it. Should I get to even sniff the uh, the rehearsal of this this musical? I have no business being in a musical. Ah, uh, you'd be awesome. It'd be good times. I mean, uh, it's it, it's fun though. They really are like they literally just talk to you like, all right, for everyone who can dance and like, and you can just and you just you can follow. just, just you follow. just do whatever. Don't really, just don't fall. We're really more concerned with just go ahead and make us laugh. You just keep doing your funny thing. Don't worry about like all the choreography was all like talk to me as if I was like like a, like a make a wish kid who got wheeled in there for the audition. Hey man, like what's it like to audition for a musical? <laughs> <laughs> you can just wheel around and just be adorable. <laughs> That's what it really. Felt I love like. it. Uh, no, I, I hope it comes through. It was funny. It was fun. It was fun. Uh, the studio that we had uh, uh, did the uh, dance call at. Yeah. Uh, I don't think whoever uses that studio next realizes how much dry humping took place on that. That. Uh, that oh, they know. Oh, oh, they know. <laughs> And at one point, we're about to dance, and uh, someone just goes like, hold on, everyone. And they went outside the door, and they came back in, and they're like pointing to someone, and someone had to come in and close the blinds. And they're like, a bunch of three-year-olds are about to come in. <laughs> and so they had to close the blinds to make sure they couldn't see us doing our filthy dance audition piece. Mm-hmm. Three-year-olds dance a lot filthier than that. That's what I said. And I said they got to learn sometime. My and- name is Joshua, and I like to dance. Have you seen that shit? <laughs> Fucking filthy. Well, do, they, the, do they still pee and poop themselves at three? Yeah, they do. He, nasty. <laughs> that is nasty. Although the author of Forrest Gump would be totally into that. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the thing is, like, I like dancing. I know it sounds dumb, but like, anytime I've actually been given choreography and dance steps, I really enjoy it. I do like that part of it. I've done limited choreography and dance in some yeah. Second City shows. Yeah. And it makes I can a do huge it. difference. Huh? I thought about this for a cruise ship show. It makes a huge difference. Not that we're going to go over the top, but if, if you and I were to actually just work at all on 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 uh, just some like steps that we could do in unison. Oh yes, we would look like we were geniuses. Yeah. Well, in our show, and that's that's the thing. Like you know, we're looking at some possibilities for some growth for our show as well. Yeah. And I think some scripted material and some some moves that's on the docket. Yeah. That's kind of the next step. Yeah, incorporating into what's, uh, what's your go-to dance move? I have the Paul. Describe I mean, the Paul. You and I both have a name for our signature <laughs> move. Yeah. I just want you to know that right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's so it's it's very simplistic. It's just a double armed. Little, that's little it. Double you gotta keep pump. describing. Double arm. Okay, describing. so 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 imagine. <laughs> Paul just said double armed and did. Imagine it for you're us. grabbing. Does not help the podcast. Imagine you're grabbing the yoke of a of an airplane. 
uh, you know, like a, a 747 type thing with the two handles, right? Yeah, there. Oh, now, a 747. Okay. Now, right. okay, now, now everyone can relate. Expand. Yeah. Your, I was thinking 727. Expand your grip. Now, expand your grip to make it a very large wheel. Uh, and so, and then you've got so you've got your arms up, elbows at the middle, and you're just jerk. I'd fuck it. I'll have to put a video up. You dry hump the air as well. Basically, yeah, yeah, that's what you do. You dry hump one side, then you dry hump the other side. Kind of. Okay. I have a dance move. It's not for just genital dancing. What I have not for genital dancing. Not for no. It is for genital dancing. Ah, general dancing. I don't have a general move. Hmm. But if you're ever at a wedding or that type of a thing. People always make a dance circle and always force people into a dance circle. Sure. And so yep. when you step into this ring. And because I'm a funny guy, people always go like, you'll go in. You're comes, funny. Right. You can do stuff. Mm-hmm. So I do have a signature move that I will uh, always big finish on to get out of a dance circle. And it is a fan kick layout, which my friends have dubbed the Judy. <laughs> the Judy. And I yell Judy at the end. I love it. And so a fan kick is when you, you move your arms and your legs out at the same time and then sweep it across your body. Now, a real dancer, a fan kick means their leg is like up, like, like head level, head level. Yeah. And their, their arm and their, and their hand is practically touching their toe. I have the uh, hamstrings of uh, what's, what would be a what would something be a, with very tight hamstrings. Yeah, it would be a horrible, <laughs> inflexible thing. Anyways, I can barely get my heel. <laughs> the hamstrings of a horrible, inflexible thing. Yeah, I can barely get my heel above like an ottoman. Yeah. I was really alone. wondering where that was, was going when he started that sentence. I was lost. I mean, I, you know, I'm an improviser. I go right for the metaphor, but I can't get it. Um, <laughs> so it really just is like I really just point at things with my hand and point at things with my toe on a lower level, like a fog light kind of coming coming underneath the headlight. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah. That's my fan kick. My fan kick moves across. Still impressive because like you got a lot of... And then you boom, then you, you finish that, you plant that down, you take the next step, uh-huh. and you just launch yourself straight up into the air, and you throw your shoulders and your arms and your head back at the same time while lifting your other leg's uh, knee up towards your, your chest, or in my case, waist. Uh-huh. And you yell, Judy. Nice. And... uh it's so uh, it turn into a Rolls Royce uh, front of the car. It's very, decoration. it's a very feminine, mm. very big, broad, feminine move. Mm. And for a guy my size, it gets a big laugh and it gets you right out of a dance circle. People nice. just go like, "That's funny, good job, you did your best." That's the key to any dance circle. Yeah, come up with a move that gets you out. Get of the a dance closing circle. move that gets you out of that circle. Keep them wanting more. And then like, open with that closing move. I like people who uh, who close out a dance circle. I, I've been seeing that more and more at weddings. People go like, "We don't need to. We don't need to make a circle," and they just stop the circle from happening and they just We're keep good. going. Good. And my uh, buddy Kurt at the last wedding, I was, I was like, "Real like the best I'd ever seen it done." He just was like, "No, we can all dance." And just kept waving people in and just stopped. <laughs> so I'm like, no, we can keep dancing. No, you guys can keep dancing. And he just kept police anyone who wanted to That's back awesome. out. Anyone to back out in the circle, he just policed them right into not backing out of the you circle. Was like, no, 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 you're dancing, you're dancing. And I was like, no, just stand over there and clap. That was oh, the best. Shit. It was the best move. It was great. It's 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 such a bad idea. It seems so exciting. And there's like one, maybe two people at a wedding tops that can occupy a dance mm-hmm. circle. Oh yeah, just don't do it. Don't do it. It's a pimp well, and, game, and both of us. I mean, we're we're usually accompanying the one or two person that can that can. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about the, our, our wives are the ones that can do. Yeah, the dance we're, we're both married to professional dancers, and mm-hmm. you know, they get in the dance circle because they you know before you get dragged into the dance circle, the professional dancer is getting dragged into the dance circle much yes. earlier. Yes, and I mean, yeah, it, it, and then they just make everyone feel foolish, and so no one does it at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Totally. I mean, it, you want to talk about a dance circle killer. You put the professional dancer in the middle and then say, okay, Dope. next. That's exactly it. And I'll tell you the weird thing. is, like, All so right, Aunt Judy, go. In this audition, there's a part where you could say freestyle. And it's very common to have a, a couple of freestyle measures uh, in, a, in a dance number, especially comedic ones. And so they said you could freestyle. And I did just okay with that. Improvising funny sexual dance moves. I did okay. I didn't do great. And that'll come with time. No, but I was trying to, in my head, I was like, that's so weird. I feel like I would be able to come up with like signature things or something really funny. And then I realized that usually just me dancing is funny. Like usually just me doing steps like to the T gets a big laugh. I'm just used to someone my size with my agility. If I bust out any kind of polished dance move in any other environment, it gets a laugh. It gets a laugh. So now it's it's tough for you to embellish it. Yeah, and so like I had actually like Find a way to, to dance and embellish it. Now, it just was, it was, it was crazy. Right. Yeah. Huh. I know. It's not easy to dance silly sexy. No. That's <laughs> what my grandfather used to say. Not, I think, silly. I think this generation, Amanda Pete might have it locked down. Amanda Pete has silly sexy locked down? I think she has, or she, or. You uh, count her in this generation? <laughs> I don't know. She's just the first one that comes to mind. Who else got silly I, sexy? I mean, I, no, don't get me wrong. I, Amanda Peet is a is a gorgeous actor, but um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what, what not. I'm trying to. Think, she's not. Uh, I don't know. I just think I don't yeah. know. Just for whatever reason, I just go. I bet she could dance ridiculous, and it'd be still yeah. totally sexy fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's a no, pl- there's plenty of ladies that go can with do it. it just but, go with it. Yeah, but Amanda Peet. Amanda Peet. I was gonna. Uh, I couldn't remember. I was gonna make you sing a song, but now I forget what it was. Can't you can't? It's hard to be silly, silly sexy? sexy. Is it? What was? What, what did you say though? You can't dance silly sexy. It's hard to be hard silly to sexy. dance silly sexy. Hard to dance silly sexy. Was that what I said? <laughs> no, no. That's not the no, song. That's not the song. Right. Who's that? <laughs> I don't know. That. Oh, you had a bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was uh, salmon. Salmon's got some bass in this shit. Yeah. Bring it back up. Bring it back up with the bass. Uh, all right, all right, all right. We just no intro on this. Yeah. Oh, well, we're gonna hear the intro again because I already stopped it. Okay. I'll, Sam and Elsie was like, I should send up some stuff with some lyrics. You guys should play that. And I was like, I don't know why we would, we would do that. Oh, he, fool, he fooled us with this one. <laughs> All right, well, he fooled us. Play, play it for a second. Oh, well, this is Sam and JJ. I've already stopped it. <laughs> <laughs> one more time. One more time. Rule of three. No, no, hold on. Here we go. That was the ice cream social. With the right books in time, save nine, find a man to climb. Set the journey with the one step, rep after rep after rep. Blood over sweat, creep to leap, train your brain, rise above the mess, break some eggs to be the best. Cool. Thank you, Sam and JJ. That's that's Sam and JJ's real lyrics over a real rap song. Yeah, so at, at Sam and JJ. We fucking broke it right here on Ice Cream Social, <laughs> coming at you. So you send us, you send us a bunch of tracks, and we'll we'll reward with uh, playing a little of uh, one with with some uh, vocals there. I guess. So here you go, Paul. Here's one for you. God damn it! <laughs> no, this is a Let's, disaster. Yeah, well, another, yeah, yeah, we're, t- we're another time. The moment is gone. It was yeah, already yeah. gone. When we tried to go back for it in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> I but don't blame Sam and JJ. Not at all. I blame myself. I blame me too. I blame myself for not having these tracks sorted out better. <laughs> I, we kind of blame you too. I, I legitimately blame myself. Yeah, we kind of blame you as well. <laughs> you were in control of it. What kind it's of guy true. has two full-time real-paying jobs and can't keep his third one that doesn't pay fucking straight? Come on, man. Get I, it together. Oh, it's only two now. Oh, good. 
What? Oh, it's only two now, he says. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He had oh. three paying jobs there for quite a while. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Juggling some shit, this guy. Um, I've got a, uh, I have a sports news story here for you guys. Ready. Uh, so this, this happened on... Jock the, versus jock. Yeah, this is just a straight jock story. Uh, this happened uh, on December the 8th. Uh, mon- that was this Monday. Uh, we're, we're Thursday here, so this happened on, on Monday. Uh, are you aware that there is a hockey player, first of all, named uh, Kevin Klein? No. Yeah, so this is the hockey player Kevin Klein, where not does to he be confused f- with the comedic actor Kevin Klein. He, where does he find the time? Yep, I just don't know. Between filming Wild Wild West. No, and uh, what was it? La- Lost Vegas or Last Vegas? Is that his last one? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Nobody saw that. No one saw no. that. <laughs> Uh, so he, he plays for the New York Rangers, and on December the 8th, he scored the winning goal for his uh, hockey team. Okay. Before he scored his winning goal, he was out of the game for a little while with an injury. Guess the injury. So this is a jock versus This is a question. jock versus jock question. What injury did he sustain that took him out of the game for a short period of time before he came back into the game to score the winning goal? Hmm. Kevin Klein had broke his spine. I want to say, like, uh, there is a type of mental disorder where you can uh, swear that you're getting uh, uh, invaded by parasites when it's not true. And you, you go to doctors your skin and, off and, and scratch and scratch and Ooh. doctors can't stop it from happening. I hope that's not what happened to him. That's, that's a my terrible guess, disorder. Though. That's my guess. That's a terrible, terrible disorder. My guess is he briefly he got like a pinch of it. He got a pinch, a of, pinch of, of it. <laughs> Came down with just, <laughs> just a little bit of the, the I think parasites are in disease. A dusting. A dusting a of dusting. parasite paranoia. That's oh, my guess. Just scratched my right elbow skin, but that's good because I can't feel anything there. No, <laughs> sensi- no sensitivity. <laughs> I lucked out. Uh, I'm gonna say he. I'm gonna say he put his knee out of socket. All right. Uh, what happened was uh, he he was the uh, the recipient of a high stick, so he got hit in the in the head in his upper area by a hockey stick. The result of that tore off part of his ear. Oh. The team doctor stitched the ear back on. No. And he went back out of the ice and scored the winning goal. Vendetta score. That's a total vendetta score. Dude, it's like, you take my ear, I take your game. That it, guy? His quote after the game, pain is temporary. Glory is forever. Although I'm wow. not going to that game tomorrow, but uh, <laughs> that guy, not not married. You don't think? <laughs> no, not married. Probably not. Because th- that's the kind of sort of like I want to go back out there. And I'm like I picture just telling my wife like, and then I just stitch back up and went back out there. She'd be like, "What you are you doing? Person? Do not go back. If you have your fucking ear, you keep your fucking ear on." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, that. Imitation is nothing like how my wife sounds. No. <laughs> She's a lovely, lovely woman. No, but uh, she doesn't sound like... Bah, 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 bah. She doesn't sound like no. Michael Rappaport. No. <laughs> Only Michael Rappaport. Man, did you see him in that Justified season? Just came out on DVD. Fifth season Justified. No. He was, he was doing trying to do Kentucky. Oh, no. Oh, no is right. Oh, I bet. No, no he has no business doing accents. Oh. Um, well, no, he has plenty of business doing accents, apparently. Uh, <laughs> he made a full season... You know, like hockey players, there's always good hockey stories. Hockey players are usually they're just tough sons of bitches. Mm-hmm. You know, what was it? The guy the other day did uh, you know, you know, meowing. What meowing is, Paul? No. You remember the remember the the movie Super Troopers? No. 
You never saw the movie Super Troopers? Never seen it. Broken uh, Lizard? You see I've seen that. bits of it. Yeah. But I've never seen the whole thing. Uh, well, you know, it's about uh, state troopers. Yes. Okay. Uh, they have a, a meowing contest where they both try to incorporate the word meow into what they're, what they're talking when they talk to people they pulled over. Fun. So, so like, hold up, meow. Let me talk to you right in the meow. You know? And so they do that or whatever. And so... Uh, a hockey player got in like uh, the other day in this post post game interview. Got in like twelve meows into his wow. post game interview, which is like, I just think that's funny. That's, that's a record. That's funny. That is solid funny. meow. Man, Super Troopers. It's one of those things where like it was a it was a it was a college comedy group that got funded to make a movie, and they yeah you know they so, had some decent. They're getting yeah. a, they're getting a sequel to that. Yeah, I think I think they put out I think four or five movies, right? They did the beer league. Yes, one, they had they had the, the um, horror movie one. The Dead I not Dead Island, what's it called? Club Dead. Club Dead. Or Club, Club Dread. Dread. Club Dread. Yeah, and a few but uh, there's gonna be a sequel to Super Troopers now. Oh cool. Mm-hmm. Man, the best joke, spoiler alert, in uh Super Troopers, uh was uh the guy comes in, he's he's rendezvousing with a with a, a cop from the other the other precinct. And it's a secret meeting, and he has a crush on her too, right? And he comes in, and he's wearing a bicycle helmet, and he's wearing like these like, like Oakley like sunglasses, and a total tight like racer shirt, like Lance Armstrong style, uh-huh. super tight bike shorts. And he just and he just and he waves to her at the table, and she looks confused, and she waves back at him, and he sits down, and then you realize that she's covered in leather and has like a fake tattoo, and and uh, uh, and he just goes. Oh, bikers. <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, just like the grenade moment that happened where <laughs> it just makes you retroactivate. You're like, that's pretty good. That was, that's that, pretty good. When I saw that, it, it made me laugh just very like hard. Bikers, yeah. Yeah. You got to infiltrate those 10 speed gangs. No yeah. joke. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Sons of Anarchy would be great if it was like a bike, bike. Uh, it's so funny. We were, I was talking, I was going off on Sons of Anarchy uh, today on the, uh, geek squad okay and uh just how much i don't like that show even though i watched four seasons of it i was gonna say is this the last season too right yeah it's done finally i think it's done i think they're on purpose they're purposefully ending it six seasons yeah yeah um i have not watched any of it not missing much you're the only one who says that though everyone else says it's a good show well i mean you know i say you're not missing much i watched it for four seasons yeah uh but it's just it comes down to terrible people having terrible things happen to them and who the fuck cares Yes, that's kind of what it, it came down to. For sure, me. and then it got just. The, I watched the first episode of season five, and it just got hyper misogynist and just stupid cat fight dumbness for no reason. I was like, I'm out of here. It's just gross. It just makes me go. Ugh. It's like it's like a faked out episode of Cops. If I want to watch cat fight dumbness, I watch Kardashians. Yeah, right. right. Leave it to the pros. <laughs> Come on. Um, we have, I believe, a shitload of scoop mail. Uh, that is the technical term for it, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I believe scientists have measured it and it does measure a shit ton. Let's yep. scoop it up, baby. So I think we're just going to fucking scoop mail fest this Message episode. for you, son. Scoop it up. All right, moving right in. We got one from David. Ahoy hoy, Jacob and boys. (laughs) So listening to episode number 68 got me thinking that there are certain moments in people's lives that they will never forget where they were and what they were doing when it happened. JFK getting shot, the Challenger blowing up in the sky, 9-11, listening to having a ball in Arkansas. (laughs) That is kind of becoming our... our, uh... 
our 9-11 of our podcast. Quite the trademark. The Dealey Plaza, if you will. Yes. <laughs> that is definitely the 9-11 of our podcast. Mm. Yeah. Uh... I heard just the start of the episode pre-scoop mail. Someone hijacked a ball. <laughs> oh god. Before I Flew had to it go into the shaft. <laughs> before I had to go into the back room of a dentist's office to get one of my molars ripped from my face. Oh. Listen to this in a drugged out stupor. Afterwards I needed to to get a script filled for some sweet, sweet pain meds and pick up some magic squirtle ice cream. Uh, Glad yeah. I can get both done in one place. So here I was, waiting for my meds, Novocaine wearing off, listening to ICS. It was at this time that my second favorite segment of the show started. Yay, Scoop Mail! Favorite is Jack vs. Nerd, by the way. So, listening to the story with my earbuds in... That's, in- it, that's our two segments, you named them. <laughs> <laughs> you got, got them! We got other segments. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have two theme music. We have the talk segment. <laughs> we, have, we have occasional interviews. That's true. <laughs> we have four segments. We are a four-segmented show. <laughs> yeah, look at us go. <laughs> Fucking Voltron of podcasts. Ah, Voltron, and I'll form the head. <laughs> so listen to the story with my earbuds in, in pain, silently laughing, even though it hurt. Other customers were looking at me like I was insane. I would laugh, then cringe, then laugh again. The moment it flipped for me, though, was when the ga- was when the name Iron Fist McGee popped out. <laughs> I bellowed, popped a stitch, and the gauze flew out of my mouth, making a slap on the tile floor. <laughs> now, having no gauze and a newly popped stitch, I start dripping blood out of my mouth. Oh, my God. What you would think do? these events would make me, at a minimum, pause the show. My mind was not capable of doing this. I didn't want blood on my shirt, so I dropped to my knees and kept dripping blood on the floor while still laughing my ass off. <laughs> However, the Walgreens pharmacy clo- clerks were not laughing. <laughs> I bet. They thought I was some kind of deranged man. What was that, what was that horror movie where like they cheat death design so death keeps following them wherever they go? Final Destination. Uh, Final yeah, Destination, yeah. yeah. Having a ball in Arkansas is like Final Destination. Like, it just has a path of horror that yeah, does not it end. It never stops. People find it in the weirdest places. Uh, they thought I was some kind of deranged man, or perhaps I was having a very adverse reaction to surgery drugs. With blood pooling on the floor between my hands, I finally had the capability to reach up and pause the podcast. Afterwards, it took quite some time to explain to the clerks that I really was fine and could really use some of that Percocet they had waiting for me. (laughs) I even had to play a bit of the episode for the pharmacy manager in order for him to believe me. (laughs) I would like to apologize to the people who had to clean up the blood slash saliva puddle. (laughs) Since I know they're obviously fellow scoops. Is Is that right? Is this the best double scoop story ever? (laughs) Right. The pharmacy manager's like, oh man, what is this podcast I guess I'll, I'll have to subscribe. This is great. If you are listening to this show now as a result of having to clean up his blood and or saliva, write in. Let us know. Oh, man. Uh, well, eternally fuck you in the face, David. P.S. In number 68, you mentioned that uh, Vietnam had no helicopters, but Korea did. This uh, is actually oh great. God, the did, uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're behind on that. We know. They started in World War II. They weren't widely used till Vietnam. Helicopters were until Korea. Whatever. Michelangelo drew helicopters. Fuck off. Leonardo. They've been around forever. Leonardo. Leonardo. Whatever. One of the one of the turtles did it. Oh, now we're gonna get more scoops. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, Leonardo. They didn't use or build them though. They drew them. No, you're right. You're right. 
Uh, so that's it. That is it for uh, David. Oh, uh, we got a different one here uh, from a different David. Donatello had plenty of helicopters. <laughs> he can fly them too. Raphael had a hydrofoil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got one here from a different David. You should invite SJ to be a permanent part of the show. She's a great sounding board for your improv, and she makes hilarious quips of her own. Ah, uh, two words for you, my friend, Yoko Ono. Oh, <laughs> no chance. <laughs> Hey, guys, my wife has some really great ideas for the show. Yeah, you know what, Jacob? Does. We'll have her in once in a while. Jesus. <laughs> Leave it alone. Oh, we got one here from Brandon. For a great new career, I had to move to Dallas about a month ago, leaving my home and all my friends behind. Well, how great is it then? I missed You lost all your friends. Oh. And you have to live in Dallas. <laughs> Well, they have good barbecue. Oh, true That's enough. True. Well, I guess true. sign me up. Yep, I would trade my friends for barbecue. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> uh, my wife is still there selling the house. So he moved to Dallas without his wife. She's still back wherever he's from. Okay. Uh, Dallas has been a bit lonely. To assuage the isolation, I find myself listening to you two. For me, it is like being in a room of friends, listening to them talk while I sit there quietly and enjoy the conversation. Only you're not wearing pants. <laughs> That's how you get ahead on this show. <laughs> Don't wear pants. They get two enhances the, the enhances the experience. That's how you get ahead on this show. <laughs> That's how you get ahead on this show. Show up without pants. <laughs> Your show means a great deal to me. It makes the nights go quickly, and I find myself understanding both of you, for I see the world much like you two do. More Matt. Uh, Paul goes on some strange nerd tangents, but all in all, a great show. Yeah, go one episode back and check out check out that Forrest Gump book you've been wanting to check out. <laughs> Thank you. In case you did not know, uh, what you two are doing twice a week does matter. Please keep it up, my boy. Oh. Uh, Kepler is due in March. That's his son. His son, child. Kepler. Okay, cool. And I look That's forward to introducing name. him to your podcast. That is a good name. Kepler, yeah. I was trying to, like, he didn't mention that name earlier, right? No. Okay, good. No. Uh, look forward to it. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, even if Paul will laugh at his own jokes for far too long. It's Aww. true. Kind of no, regards. it's true. Uh, Brandon, a... Holy shit, I, I have no idea how to say this word. A, a scopragratianist? I don't know. Oh my okay. god, all the lights just flickered and there's a demon in here. Ah, <laughs> what have you done? I listened to Big Sunday School first and uh, found y'all through that, uh, so made a word up. I'm only through episode number 25, so if somebody else already uses that in, I, in later episodes, I apologize. No, no one else uses used your weird made-up <laughs> name for your fandom. What is this made-up word? Scoop-a-droop-a-doop-a, something uh, like that? S-C-O-P-A-G-R-A-T-I-O-N-A-I-S-T. Scoop, scoop of fragilistic archipelagosis kind of thing? Is that what it I is? I think it's a mix between scoop and congregationalist. Okay, oh, scoopergationalist. Scoopergationalist. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're sure, that's Why did you say it the first time, Jacob? Yeah. <laughs> Dummy. XB scoopadocialist. Uh it's true, I do laugh at my own jokes too long. My wife uh, will tell you, she straight up says, Nobody makes you laugh harder than you, you idiot. Oh. And it's true. You say that right before you fuck? Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. As soon as the pants come off, nobody makes you laugh harder than you, do you? Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, you have those, those weird dick-sized Groucho Marx glasses. Well, they, they've come in very handy. <laughs> <laughs> handy, get it? We got it. We were already laughing at it. Handy. We were already laughing handy. at that part, Jacob. <laughs> uh, 
I uh, I tore off the original eyebrows because I got enough pube down there now. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I just figured out how easy it is to do that. <laughs> That's really easy to do. To do Groucho Wiener? Yeah. Oh, it's a piece your, of cake. Oh, yeah. yeah shave, shave your your pubes into eyebrows and then easy. You're there. put glasses on your wiener and you have a Groucho Wiener. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I have to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, the, the you want to be a genius? Yeah. Pull off Harpo. <laughs> Harpo dick is not an easy trick. No way. <laughs> That's also incurable. If you want to no, send Z- in pictures, Zeppo Dick is the one that'll kill you. <laughs> if you want to send in pictures of yourself doing that, send those to Matt at <laughs> MattAndMattingly.com. <laughs> Harpo Dick. I will take those. Harpo I Dick pics. If you will do it, I've, I've you Groucho think, Dick pics. If you is say, Groucho Dick pics going to become a thing? Hashtag Groucho Dick pics. Hashtag, hashtag Groucho Dick pics. Honestly, if you took the time, of course I would look at it. Oh, oh, or yeah. should it be hashtag Dick Soup? <laughs> That's a instead I, of I'm duck soup. Think, I know, I know, I know, I, I know you. I know you did. I'm wondering if the our regular hashtag a night at the cockpra. <laughs> 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 if you take the time to make a Groucho dick, of course I will look at it. Let's face it, we all will. Yeah, it's really funny. It is. It's two funny things. Get I on can't microphone. hear you, Paul. Get on microphone if you're going to talk. Paul <laughs> agrees that it is funny. <laughs> Right, Here's another scoop mail. We got one from Jeff. My leg was itching. I'm sorry. Hey, Matt and Paul, but not Jacob. <laughs> Whoa. We're moving on to the next scoop mail. Look at all, look how that oh, works. Oh, no. Uh, no, here's from Jeff. Uh, after listening to Don Drag Race a Cop, Brada, I just wanted to let you know that there is a restaurant called Brada's Island Style that serves burritos, bowls, and tacos with three locations in Las Vegas. Did, did you guys know about this place? No. no. Nope. Road trip. Yep. Hey, brother, can I get a taco, brother? Well, there's that whole thing that people say that, you know, Las Vegas is the seventh island of Hawaii right. or whatever. And so. Seventh island. Yeah. Also, Paul, my girlfriend, and I have been binge watching Star Trek Deep Space, Not Deep Space Nine. Uh, just, I guess, for your information. Fun fact. Yep. Cool. Uh, thanks for uh, all the laughs. Hang in there and get ready for disappointment. Ooh. <laughs> thanks for all the laughs every week as I drive in my car. Uh, fuck you guys in the face holes, except for Jacob. He is the worst. Whoa. <laughs> Jeff. So, Jeff, without too much spoilery, um, the uh, the wars go to hell. It's all, it's it's very much just glossed over. It was going to be a real big epic fight. Uh, but what's his name? The guy who was behind the reboot. Are we talking about Star Trek now? Yes. You, I guy, just want to remind you, Paul, you started the sentence with real quick. All right, yeah. yeah. And the guy who was behind uh, the reboot of Battlestar Galactica. J.J. Um, Abrams. No, damn it. Why is his, his name? It's right on the tip of my F. tongue. F. Scott Fitzgerald. Bradley no, Cooper? He's a guy, no. Anyway. It'll come to me in about a half hour. But uh, he cannot end a series properly. But unfortunately, that whole final conflict, they were going to have it to be a real cool space battle. Lots of fucking Klingons fighting, shapeshifters, all kind of crazy shit. But it happened right around the time of, uh, I want to say it was uh, Columbine. And so they took the violence out. Columbine. Yeah. All right. Happened on my birthday. Well, happy birthday, Matt. Shot her around the world to start the Revolutionary War. Happened on my birthday. It's Hitler's birthday too, right? No, uh, Hitler's birthday is the day after. Oh, okay. Hitler's birthday is four twenty. Got it. I'm four nineteen. Ah. Shot her around the world, Columbine, and there's another. Oh, Oklahoma City bombing. All happened on April nineteenth. What a nice rotten day, except for you. Oh man, it never stopped me from partying. Kick, kick, <laughs> kick, kick, kick. 
Cake, cake, cake. What are you saying? Cake, 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 cake. <laughs> Me and Rihanna. <laughs> I In the meantime, was going Jeff. down to Rihanna during the Oklahoma City bombing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> My favorite things about Deep Space Nine. Are Garrick. Holy no shit. one cares. No, Garrick is the best. All right, Garrick's the best. He's Moving my on. favorite Great. thing. Moving on. Next. <laughs> Fuck you, Jeff. And we got one here from Charles. Dear Messrs. Donnelly, Mattingly, and Smith. Hello from a devoted British double scoop. My brother and I love the show. I want to thank you for being so goddamn funny that you made me spit coffee over my computer keyboard at work <laughs> while listening to your podcast. That's great. That is. That's a mark of quality. And I also want to thank you for inspiring me to finally take the improv class that I have been thinking about taking for so long. Oh, Yay. That's also great. I'd like to weigh in on the subject of creamers as a name <laughs> for us listeners. <laughs> I think that Scoop will always be the superior, but I also think that steadily building an unnecessarily large collection of nicknames for the fans would suit the show very well. I agree. I agree. And if two fans of the Ice Cream Social get divorced... You can make a movie about it called Creamer vs. Creamer. <laughs> we were so with you up until that joke. We were right on your side nope, the whole I'm still time. with him. Ah, you like Creamer vs. Creamer? I do. I, do I have call to it add, the banana splits. I got to add Creamer to the list, I guess. I guess after this, it's the third time it's come up. So I guess Creamer's in there. It's the like third time it's today. In. Creamer versus I really did Creamer. not think after the first time it came up that it would stick at all. Hey-o. Hey-o. All right. <laughs> Thank you for the laughter. You are my man crushes. Fuck you in the faces, Charles. Thank Thanks, you, Charles. Charles. Um, you're going to load the next one, Jacob? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm there. Um, okay. I was gonna, we can, I was you gonna, want to take a break? Yeah, we'll, we'll, break, we'll, go, we'll break topics. Yeah, great. So here's the thing, Paul. Here's what I was thinking about today. There are things that... You we just don't understand. Do and that's God. That's God. <laughs> <laughs> there are things that... Uh, uh, that we used to know that we don't know, right? Like I'm, I'm talking about like grade school shit. Like I'm saying, like you you learned like algebra at one point in your life. I don't think I ever did. At one point, I knew the Pythagorean theorem. No, I right. did. I did know some algebra. Yeah, it's geometry yeah, yeah. where I lost. I was like, forget it. I might so, still know it. I'm not. I sure. was trying to re-explain to someone the other day. I was like, basically, like because you you all don't have uh, children. I, I I do, and um, you know, you picture. You try to picture like in advance having certain chats or having them ask you at homework. And I was trying mm-hmm. to think of seasons. And I was like, I know that I used to be able to answer why we have seasons, <laughs> right? To explain <laughs> like how the earth moves in a way that we get seasonal changes. You can't, you can't put that together? So here's the thing, right? <laughs> no. What? Right. So like if it's, it's pretty simple. With, okay. Go, go ahead. <laughs> Go, es- Paul. Essentially, it's. This is, I wish we had like theme music for this. Like uh, <laughs> two two ogres discuss science. It's the it's the tilt of the Earth on its axis combined with its distance to the sun during its elliptical orbit. Right. Those two factors change how the seasons play out in all the different parts of the world. But the orbital changes Paul the thing that science the Matt. Hey, but the part of this is this reminds me of the Lisa Schufer episode where Paul was like all on top of all the. Crazy Are we? Shit did we? Did we talk about, about this before? We talked about this before, right? What? This was a, a thing we we talked about as a possibility, right? Of Paul explaining science to Matt. I don't know. Some, or, 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 Why so, are you having deja vu right totally. now? Totally, hardcore. You're just tired. Man, um, I am. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Well, go ahead. The orbital thing was bothering me because that's what I was trying to. I was I was trying to understand the definition. 
And what, uh, we orbit the sun. We orbit the sun. And I know and we have an axis. An, but but the, the, the fact that the, that the orbit is elliptical is what causes the great temperature changes. Right, but here's the thing. So when the orbit, the whole Earth is further away from the sun versus close to the sun because the orbit is elliptical, right? Mm-hmm. Then why is it summer in Australia when it's winter here? Because some of those countries are still tilted more towards the sun. They still get more hours of sun. Okay. Right. That's all. That's all the difference. It's just the, the the time of day, right? Like like our days are shorter now because of the way yeah. the axis has us angled towards the sun. Yes. But then I was thinking, does that mean the seasons are just just about the axis and has a le- less to do with the orbit or the orbit still matters? Uh, they both have a factor. I don't know which controls more strongly. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like we used to know this, we we'd be able to. Answer no, this I never science. knew which one. What? We had to answer on a science test. We had this. to answer which is more. Which is I don't think I've ever been asked that question. I don't even who know what is the answer. That, are you, this is my opener. On I, dates. I guess there is an answer, right? There is an answer. When I go on dates, this is my opener. What is what more, affects temperature more? The orbit, the or orbit the of the sun, or the are the tilt on the axis? <laughs> are you an orbit or are you an axis girl? That's what I. That's what I would ask. Axis cologne. When I go on grinder as Pikachu, I put <laughs> out, I put orbit or. Orbiter axis, baby. Orbiter axis. What do you think? Is this about butt stuff? But it's, I'm gonna. Have to, I'm, I can't answer stuff like that anymore. Yeah, you can. And what, you know what? You'll look it up. That's true. It'll take five. You know what? Jacob's probably looking it up right now. Jacob, are you looking it up? Right yep. Now? <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> this is how it's gonna be. I now know all about it. And so, what's the? What is the definitive, or at least? Uh, did we get it right? What did Ask Jeeves come up with? I'm not telling. <laughs> Ask oh, I'm not telling. I'm keeping the information to myself. What did, what did Yahoo, I'm the only one that knows. Which one's got up on Yahoo Answers? Uh, I'm on weather.com, actually. Whoa. Yeah, it's, uh, base, uh, tilt of the earth. That, that sums it up. The, the tilt of the earth is but what the orbit it, doesn't factor. Uh, no, because the, the earth's orbit is an ellipsis. Yes. And yes. so that, that, that's, uh, yeah, that doesn't matter. So that has no effect on the temperature of the Earth? Uh, the first thing in here is, first, let's put this myth to bed. Uh, that summer occurs when the Earth is closest to the sun. Not true. The Earth's orbit no. orbits in an ellipse, kind of yes. like an oval. Right. Uh, Go on. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but. But how would that not? I mean, but that, that, that there it says. Elliptically, you would be closer at certain points. But that means that, that we would be closest to the sun basically twice then? Right. That doesn't affect the season per se because it depends on what part of the Earth is tilted towards the sun. Right. I don't know. But go ahead. Oh, um, so like on July 5th, the Earth is the furthest away from the sun. And on January 4th, uh, the Earth is closest to the sun. Okay. So that doesn't work for summer and winter at all. No, right. no. It does in Australia. It do, exactly. In, Ooh, other parts, in other countries. That's a thing. Not for us here in Vegas. But it doesn't have that great of a bearing on the temperature, I guess. Uh, well, it does it, play a role in the changing of the seasons, but it's not because the Earth receives more or less solar energy when it's closer to the sun. Uh, the main reason is due to the Earth's tilt. Uh, do we really want to go into this whole thing? That, that's enough. That's exactly the answer I wanted. That's, that's what I said ten minutes ago. Oh, sorry, Jeez. tilt. But I'm just I'm really surprised that the elliptical orbit has no bearing on it whatsoever. This is what was bothering me the other day. I do. And you it's know bothering what? me right now. Neil deGrasse Tyson's huge listener of this podcast. Neil, hit us up, yo. <laughs> you know what, Neil? Let's let's just go ahead and do this. Let's just have you on. The, let's have you on. The yeah, show. Neil, just come. I on think by. it's time. I think I think you've gotten big enough. We know you. Um, we know you're a heavy duty scoop. So uh, you're our space scoop. 
<laughs> we need our space scoop. I call him Nilo. Nilo. Nilo, come on, come on, Bob. Our intergalactic scoop. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Bring your ship of imagination. I loved the reboot of Cosmos. I thought it was great. Yep. Let's go right back to scoop mail. <laughs> I waited Shit, for Jacob. I was drinking. Take, I know. <laughs> I was waiting for Jacob to take a drink. <laughs> Message for you, son. I hate everybody. We're just going to sit here and wait until I get it pulled back up. All right. <laughs> here we go. That's what she said. <laughs> That's honestly what she said. It was a weird, weird date. Yeah. Well, I had my Groucho glasses on it, so <laughs> it took a while. <laughs> Groucho looks a little snooty. Yeah, he's got attitude. <laughs> he's a little spitty too. Be careful. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right into scoop mail off of that. Allergies. From. <laughs> <laughs> Please forgive me. Anybody got a Kleenex? Got you. <laughs> From Marty McScoop Hey Paul and Matt And a special hi To the Fabio of Sound ah. Fabio of Sound is a good one I like it, I like it I thought that I might share with you An Italian air show of a date Okay uh, So before I launch into the story A little background information at the time of this date, I had moved to live in a different city away from all of my friends and family when I was only 18. I had just broken up with the guy I was working with uh, uh, who was about 10 years older than me and also had a 10-year-old son. Uh, when he broke it off, he told me that he didn't want to introduce just anybody to his son. Fair enough. And he didn't think I was... Uh, she says that. Fair enough. She or he. I, I don't know who the sex of this person is. Okay. Uh, Marty McScoop. So he. Uh, fair enough. And he didn't think I was ever going to be potential girlfriend material. I guess Marty is a girl. I, okay. I'm confused now. Um, so Jacob, that, we have to break up. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Madalena? Yes. I'm a guy. All right, go ahead. Uh, now that stung, but not as much as the fact that not more than two months later... He was engaged to a stripper he knocked up and who was about to be deported back to England, whom he'd introduced to me at our staff Christmas party like it was no big deal. So you can imagine that my self-esteem had taken a complete nosedive. Oh, Jesus. That is, that's rough. Ew. So after this little heartbreak, I took myself back home for a two-week holiday to see my family. Now, now, while I was there, a family friend who was visiting from Sydney came over to see my dad, who was not home at the time. He told me that my dad has invited him over for dinner, but he wasn't sure that he could make it. Uh, he then asked for my phone number, and he was text me. Oh, and he would text me to let me know if he could come or not. What? So, uh, random guy. You don't do that. You don't text your wife to let you know, if, let her know if you're going to come or not. No. <laughs> That's so, the only way she knows. So guy shows up at her house, <laughs> says that he's been invited by her dad. Oh, then just get out. <laughs> says he's been invited by her dad to dinner later on. Just take but he's it out. Not sure just if take he's it gonna, out. I got the text. Just take it out. <laughs> but he's not sure if he's going to be able to make it or not. So he will now text her to let her know if he is going to be able to accept her father's invitation to dinner at their house later on. This seems really weird. Well, it's an Italian air show. That's true. Uh, sure enough. I'm looking for the hope. Yeah, I am too. Uh, sure enough, a few hours later, he was texting me and flirting up a storm. I was, ah. I was supremely flattered that this older man was interested in me. Hello, low self-esteem. 
Jesus. Uh, we arranged to meet up for a date. Did she write hello self-esteem or did you say that? Oh, no. I'm, I'm purely reading her, her email here. Okay. Everything that everything that it sounds like, like I've added. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> everything that sounds like I've added, she has written all of it. Okay, good. I have not commented on this email at all. Okay. Uh, we arranged to meet up for a date in a car park. I think that's a parking lot. Yes. Car park? Parking yes. lot? Yes. Mm-hmm. Car park is a parking lot. For some reason, that did not set off alarm bells. Jesus. We met. So the hope is just that she gets to go on a date with an old man. I guess so. Oh, man. This is this is not... This is an Italian something. Everything's coming up rapey so far. <laughs> well, the Italians are pretty rapey. He's- nice, Jacob. <laughs> nice. We just lost all the Italians listening to oh, this. Oh, I'm not going to listen to this anymore. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. Oh, what a slander, a statement. <laughs> Aloysia, I never rape on nothing in my life. I never rape anything until I listen to this show. It's telling me I'm in its way. <laughs> uh, we met. He picked me up in his mother's car. Uh, and how, dro- how did she know? I, I guess He's he like, told her. Oh, it's me mother's car. License and registration. Not license, the license plate says number one mom. <laughs> <laughs> and he drove me la- around a little bit. Whilst copping a field the whole time. <gasps> no. Ooh, gross, 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 gross. So he's got one hand on the wheel, one hand on the business. <laughs> Something. Ooh. Uh, yeah, where's he, he copping? He then drove to a rather secluded car park. Oh, no. Oh, we get, oh, yeah. we get new information here. I was shocked. I had known this guy since I was eight. Oh. <laughs> secluded part of the car park ah. where we started to make out a little... And I was rapidly thinking of ways to etric- to extricate myself from the situation when he pulled down my top, started fondling my breasts, and telling me how hot I was and how he would have never have looked twice at me two years ago. I What? <laughs> I am getting a little weirded out reading this email right now. Super weird. This, this is this um, is a rough one. Yeah, this is getting weird. Fondling. This has gotten weird. This is be- this is not getting weird. This is weird. But you know what? This is dudes being gross old dudes. This is this is about as old and gross as it gets. Yep. That's uh. terrible. It's terrible. I feel so bad. Okay, keep going. This guy's friends with her dad? He was. And knew her since she was eight. Uh. We don't know how old she was at the time. Uh. But I mean, uh. Fuck. Uh. And then making sure, like, I would never have done this two years ago, just in case you want to do math. I've only been attracted to you as an adult. Yeah. Anyways. Right. Always adult, always adult attraction with you. <laughs> I never st- liked you at eight. Who wants a snow cone? Oh. Well, I, I do want a snow cone. Yeah, we all want a snow cone. You don't want the kind of snow cone he's offering. Uh-oh. Well, what flavor is it? Cum. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I was just setting... I thought I was going to set you up for a little joke there. Oh, no, yeah, you're yeah. Gonna, you got you're it. Say something. You got it. Laugh <laughs> it up. <laughs> chuckle, chuckle away, monkey. You're getting a cum cone. Uh, oh, yo, God. maybe Paul will say something clever at this moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me crank one out of the Snoopy machine. <laughs> Hold on. Ugh, there you go. Uh, he starts inching my skirt up to get better access Ooh. when he stops to unbuckle his pants, pulls out his cock, and then violently comes on his stomach. <gasps> what? He did make her a cum cone. He looks at me, tells me he doesn't normally do that, and then asks if I have a tissue. I do not. I, I don't normally whip my dick out, come on my shirt in the car. Who does? Yeah, like, 
Oh, this is different. <laughs> <laughs> I also I cannot believe she does not travel with tissues. Uh, he opens the boot of his car, pulls out uh, one of those green reusable shopping bags, and cleans himself off. On the drive home, he starts taking a dig you at me. You know what? That thing is that they've done research, and all these reusable bags are filled with all kinds of bacteria. It's not <laughs> a good idea. He cleaned himself up with his mom's grocery. That's, right. That's, <laughs> That's not right. a shopping bag. That oh, forgot about that part. He cleans himself up with his mother's shopping bag. That guy... What a clown. Oh, man. And you know what? I, I bet this guy's lazy, and it's not like he's going home and trying to find a way to wash that bag. Or throwing it away out of no. sense of self-preservation. No. No. Mom's got to find out the tough way when that bag oh. won't open right <laughs> to get her lemons in there. What, what's going on here, then? Oh. Why is this not... Uh, what? I could swear this this was the place where... What, what, what is this? Oh, I must have gotten some syrup or something. Well, I'll teach them to bag these groceries right next time. Look here now. I don't want to tell you your business. And somebody left something real sticky on the bottom of this cart last time I came here. I'll thank you to stack these groceries proper. Look there. You see the stain? Oh, wait. It's on the outside. What the fuck? Oh, God. Oh, my God. That's Dennis's goo. I know it anywhere. I know it anywhere. I've cleaned out of many I've, sheets. I've cleaned so many socks. Look, I know. I know the pattern. I know his spray pattern. That's him. That's him. Perfect, just, perfect map of Hawaii every time. <laughs> just like his dad. I was sitting here wondering. What name is Paul going to assign this person? We're getting we're getting to a part where he has to have a name. Dennis. Dennis. <laughs> That's drive- why Dennis comes on all me grocery bags. He does. What a rascal! <laughs> on the drive home, he starts taking a dig at me, telling me that I am emotionally distant, like my father, oh, a bitch like my sister, what? and reiterates that he would never have looked at me two years ago. Oh, and that it's a secret, and I mustn't tell anybody that we've been together, nice. and that I should take it to my grave. Been, been together. I nutted on my belly. Yeah. <laughs> and the icing on the cake, he texts me the next day. Icing on the cake! Yeah. <laughs> How did I try? Icing on the mother's grocery bag. <laughs> I'm trying to brush past every part of this mail. He texts me the next day saying that he's delayed his flight so that we could have another go if I was keen. I was what not. What a champ. What a fucking champ. Talk shit and then delayed tries to... the flight. And that's my Italian air show. That Whoa. is not an Italian air show. Figgity fuck you in the face without premature ejaculation. Your scoop from down under. My dog Marty Scoop. P.S. Are you guys doing a bucket show on New Year's Eve? Uh, no, no, we are not. No. Sorry. Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve were taken off. Yeah, it's just not a big improv night. Not only that, yep. but uh, a little respect for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> she, she's asking about New Year's. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, well, Chris he, Bosch. Hey, 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 guess what? He didn't go away. <laughs> he didn't stop after the one hit. If Chris Bosch is playing on New Year's Eve, we would not perform on New Year's Eve. Oh, Chris Bosch. Are we going to have to find out like, when the Miami Bosch. Heat are playing? Each other? Yeah. I would like to design all kinds of rituals around Chris Bosh. I think it's a great idea. They say the basket's on its way. (laughs) He's tossed a no-look pass behind his back to Wade. 
and every fan of the heat is gonna try to see if Chris Bosch's what shoes does he wear? Nikes. Nike shoes know how to fly. And so I'm offering this simple phrase from fans from the Nets to the Who's another basketball team? <laughs> <laughs> What's another basketball team? Yeah. <laughs> to Bulls. the Spurs. To the Bulls. Although it's been said many times, many ways. Merry Christmas to you. All right. What up? Oh, shit. SJ's in the hizzy. Oh, uh. Oh, what? What's happening? Uh, she needs my keys. <laughs> What's up, country superstar? Not country superstar. What is it? Desert Outlaw. Oh, wait. Is it whose keys? My keys. My car keys. <laughs> What'd you do? I don't know. I parked in the street. Oh, I parked in the driveway. Is that the problem? Oh, okay. Here we go. We got another scoop man. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> From Croak the DJ. Hey there, two and a half men. Since Jacob is not a real man yet, he Aww. can be the half. Well, uh, we've known Jacob since he was eight, and tonight we're going to make him a man. <laughs> Jacob. Finally. Jacob. I got to tell you, two years ago, I'd never looked at you twice. <laughs> two years ago, I'd never. Your hair wasn't long. You never appeared. <laughs> hey, you know, here's the thing about that lesson. This is the stuff that, like, I guys don't deal oh. with this like this. You know, this is well, this is exactly it. And I, I want to say like, thank you're, you. You're, thank you for sharing that story. Yes. That's a brave that's a brave story to share. Let's take the music down for a second. I want to kind of not just roll past this, yeah, this horrible that's a, story. That's a brave story to share, and you're exactly right, Matt. This is not an uncommon thing that women have to endure. It's preposterous the kinds of things they have to put up with. I just wish some, I didn't have to read it. Some of my female friends have told Get me over yourself, absolute Jacob. horror stories. You are, the, you are the least victim in this situation. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's Absolute still, it's still unpleasant. It's just unpleasant all around. It is terrible that women in this day and age still have to put up with this kind of bullshit. It's the kind of thing oh, where, yeah. like... I, like I can't like reverse rolling it sounds so silly, right? Could you imagine like your mom's friend calling you up, and texting you, asking you to hang out, take you to a car park, mm-hmm. wants to fondle your tits? Can mm-hmm. you imagine that, Paul? I can imagine the tit fondling, <laughs> but other than that, it all gets kind of black. But just like it just is. Uh... Wait, your mom's friend is black. I'm confused. No, like when I was in New York, I used to hate. Like if a if a if a girl looked by, over her shoulder quickly, and then saw me, and then Sped quickened up. her her pace, you know. <laughs> but then you read the freaking you know paper every day, and something horrible, just horrible, happened on the subway like all the time. And so like I couldn't blame her, and you know, so I'd yell, "I'm not a rapist." No, I would not yell that. Um, <laughs> Yet, <trust>. help me. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Uh no no that, but that's yeah go ahead keep going no and like this guy like I mean to do that awful of uh of uh of a, a, a kind of shady manipulative like access to her life then to go through the steps that he did have a have have be the results that it was to to emotionally degrade her and then call the next day saying you want to do it again right like he knows he's it's beyond. A compulsion at that point, right? Like he knows he's manipulating. That's the part that's the worst part. Mm-hmm. I had uh, a tweet that I read or a Facebook post from somebody that was brilliant, and it was just, and it just really kind of puts this, this kind of stuff into relief the shit that women have to put up with. And uh, it was kind of on along the lines of that cat calling stuff and all those yeah. things that have been coming to light recently. And, and uh, she said essentially, 
for many women, day-to-day life consists of getting hit on, like it or not, completely unsolicited. Yeah. Just constantly. She says, it's as though there's a terrible infomercial for dicks in your face all day long. <laughs> like these guys are just a terrible infomercial for, for dick. Because that's all these guys are selling. And you don't want to buy it. Uh, and it's just awful. I'm trying to relate it because I've only seen exceptional infomercials for dicks. I've never seen that. Well, Magic Bullet was probably the best. <laughs> <laughs> Extends, that's a, that's a great one. With Ron Jeremy on there, they yeah. make it look like a talk show. Those are the great ones, right? They really suck you in. You think, oh, it's a talk show. Ron Jeremy on a talk show? I'll watch this. Oh, extends. It's actually, here's the thing. And, and I know, and like, I don't want to, you know, like, the thing that's hard is that, you know, there are like pickup artist classes and certain pickup artists get a lot of shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, like, we don't teach like social function. You know what I mean? And so, like, no. like that. This scenario that that Jacob just read like is awful, but that it's because this person obviously never was socialized, you know. Right. Well, it comes down to also we have so many hangups and yeah. so many old school Puritan sex things that right. get in the way of us even looking at each other. It gets all confused and muddled, and so we don't address each other like just other people. We look at each other as objects to be conquered or things to be feared. N- yes. I agreed, and 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 furthering that, like that, people feel like uh, that dating or hooking up is somehow like a goal oriented uh, activity. Mm-hmm. You can win, yeah, and that there's a winnable scenario, and that 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 like like if the word like determination is factoring into your uh, 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 motivation, you're making a huge mistake. <laughs> Nobody at the wedding toast goes like. I, I never ch- never thought they'd stick it out, but he just wouldn't let it rest. <laughs> he he would not let it go. He followed Kim everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. That, that girl, that, you know what? I've never seen a girl get chased longer, harder. <laughs> to Jason Voorhees, everyone. To Jason Voorhees. How many times did you change your address, huh? Was it Eight. Nine, yeah. nine times she changed her address. She's moved to 12 different states. He still found a way. You know what they Love say? Love finds a way. Love finds a way. <laughs> 12th states to charm. 12th states to charm, everyone. <laughs> That's Cheers. true. That's true. But it's true. Like, we, we don't, we, we, you know, I, the funny thing is we talk about this imp- improv. The primary benefits of improv training are social, right? Mm-hmm. Historically. Help me a ton. And, and currently, yeah. And just, and just that, like that more people take classes not because they also think they're going to send out live. It helps kind of open up personalities, communication, mm-hmm. uh, that kind of thing, trust, co-accomplishing, stuff like that. So, you know, the worst thing in improv, I find, when you when you're as a teacher, is that like uh, people feel like it's a solo effort that like mm-hmm. I can become amazing. They don't think about who they can become amazing with, right? And I think that metaphorically totally applies to the problems with socializing. People don't; they're just thinking about like how can I, how can I benefit out of this relationship. Yeah, no, no. Like, or how, even just, yeah, like, how can I rack up my own numbers of people I've slept with? How can yeah, I yeah. just be dating like, like, a, like, like, a, like my, like my imaginary version of a stud date? Right. Some people do. Uh, I think, you know, for, I know for myself, and I think for a lot of people, you finally get to that point, and she hit the nail on the head. Low yeah. self esteem is what gets you to those, it, what can lead you to some of that shitty, uh, situations. Yeah. And it's he not is, the only factor. That guy definitely was totally guilty. 
He was sad, and then he became a predator. Mm-hmm. You know, and she is she is she had low self esteem, sure, but she became a victim, mm-hmm. and that's what's horrible. And I know I found for myself when I took some time off of trying to find someone to date, and took some time to try and work on me, and what could make me happier just for me. Right. That's when things started to fix themselves. Absolutely. That's when people started to get attracted to you just because you're taking care of your own thing. No one wants to be the validating person in a partnership. Well, more importantly, no one truly can be. No. You cannot find external cures for what's going on inside your body. Right. but I'm, in, in, a, a, in another person. And the common mistake is like, oh my gosh, this person's out of my league. If I can get them to go out with me, then that is the biggest compliment. Right. The reason why that girl doesn't want to go out with you is not because you're not in the, their league. She doesn't want to go out with you because... You don't like wanna, you. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't want to be in the position of like, oh good, I can only either say yes to everything and make it awesome or destroy you. True enough. And no one wants to be in the position where they destroy. Right. So... And don't pick up anyone in your mom's car. Oof. Oof. Unless you're like below 18. Yeah, you can use your mom's car. I guess. If you're still living with your mom and and it's like a normal age to live with your mom, fine. Unless you're picking up your mom, I guess. Oh, you you pick up your mom in your mom's car. (laughs) Guys, if you learned anything in this podcast... Pick up your mom in your mom's car. But don't fondle her tits and come <laughs> yeah. on your stuff. Yeah, and, uh, and, 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 it's, and well, yeah, don't, not, do, don't, don't do both do of those things. That's don't not, do both of those. Don't oh. do either. Either, guys. Don't do either of those oh, either? things. either? <laughs> when, when did we switch to either? <laughs> you one or the other? You can pick. You can fondle your I mom's tits. As long as your mom you in your mom's your car. Stomach, but you do both, you're going over the line. <laughs> I thought mom, mom's car, pick one. <laughs> Thank you for being so punctual. It was raining. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, me, me knockers are having a tough one. Never Ooh. mind. I'll wait in the rain. <laughs> but, Mom, I wasn't going to come Go on my on. stomach. Drive around. <laughs> I swear I wasn't going to come Take on my stomach. Lap. I was just going to fondle your teeth. Oh, Mom, come on. <laughs> Drive around. All right, I'll do it. I'm just going to fondle your tits again, though. No, no. <laughs> you, you come on your stomach, not around me. You finish over there. I wasn't back. going to. I wasn't, I wasn't going to finish. It's raining. Hurry up. Well, how could you even tell if I came with all this wetness? I can tell. <laughs> you, you see the pattern of the, yeah, the islands of Hawaii? <laughs> it's Hawaii. <laughs> just like your father. <laughs> All right, then. Don't open the glove compartment. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> All right. Let's go back back to the mail. You want to do a little uh, little Jack versus Nerd? We're going we're gonna to run into some oh, time Oh, yeah, here. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Let's do a little Jack versus Nerd. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Uh, we got another uh, submission here from a scoop. Max the Ginger Scoop. Hello, Max the Ginger Scoop. Dear Jacob, Matt, and Paul, it's great that you guys have started taking Jock versus Nerd questions from scoops. 
Being a bit of both, I wanted to ask you questions that crossed both platforms. My nerd question for Matt. Can you name six baseball players that have video games named after them? Ooh. Six athletes? Baseball players. Baseball players. players. Oh, specifically baseball players <laughs> that have video Name. games named after them. Shoot. I was hoping it was just going to be... Because the first thing that came to mind was John Madden football and Tiger mm-hmm. Woods golf. But All right. Yeah. I think I know No, but three. Those, aren't, those aren't baseball players. I think I know three. Neither of them. Um, You know three? Jesus. Mm-hmm. I don't know video games, and then baseball is a weak suit for me. Okay. I'm going to go with um, Alex Rodriguez, Miami Roid Ball. Is that one? <laughs> uh, that's one. Yes. That one. Uh, Babe Ruth's Hot Dog Jamboree. <laughs> uh, that's two. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, John Lester's Desert Bus. Uh, three. And uh, let's see. What else? What else? You're halfway there. Did I say Alex Rodriguez Roid Ball already? Uh, no, that's four. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, uh, oh, Ozzy Smith's Cartwheels for Kids. That's five. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Gary Carter, Daryl Strawberry, Doc Gooden, Snowmobile. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Knocked that out of the park. Paul, what are your three that you can actually name? Uh, Ken Griffey has a game. Uh, that is one. Um, I believe Wade Boggs has a game. Uh, did not make the list. Did not make the list. Okay, I'm probably wrong on that one then. And uh, Wade Boggs rode a horse. Oh, in the World Series. Had, uh, into the World Series? Yeah, he had never ridden a horse. He was afraid of horses. And uh, when the Yankees won the World Series and he was playing for them, he uh, he asked the state trooper who was on a horse if he could ride a horse. And he conquered his fear of horses uh, on the field uh, uh, when they won the World Series. Wade Boggs, true story. There you go. Wow. Later on, he picked up that horse in his mother's car. (laughs) (laughs) I don't usually pick up horses. (laughs) Come for the predatory stories. Leave with the Wade Boggs trivia. I would would never have done this to you when you were racing the Derby two years ago. Still so uncomfortable. Uh, what is it? What is it? What is the? I'm a boy horse. What is the answers? Uh, what? Uh, yeah. What are the answers? Uh, we got Earl Weaver, Tommy Lasorda, Bo Jackson, Tony Larusa, Roger Clemens, Nolan Ryan, Ken Kendrivy Jr., Deion Sanders, Frank Thomas, Cal Ripken, and Derek Jeter. Frank Thomas is the big hurt guy, right? That's yeah, right. Big hurt. Yeah. See, I, I knew big. I was gonna say the big hurt guy. He had a game. Yeah. Yep. I think his game was called Frank Thomas's Big Hurt Baseball. Yep. And now this is sure. This is just baseball, right? Derek Jeter's baseball. Just baseball. I, guess, just, I guess just baseball. Yeah, games. these are all pretty much just straight baseball games. Some of them have that exaggerated physics stuff. Sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I think so. There you go. Like right. you hit the ball and it catches on fire and shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So we got a jock question for Paul. Here we go. Paul, professional wrestler CM Punk. Yes. Parenthesis, Phil Brooks mm-hmm. just announced that he is Spoiler going to be competing alert. in the UFC. Yep. I actually saw this on my UFC feed. Mm-hmm. Can you name four professional wrestlers who have transitioned to MMA, competed, and won? Oh. I can name that. one. I can name yeah, one. Yeah, Brock Lesnar's the big one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, other wrestlers? Other pro wrestlers. Oh, man. Uh, did Batista do any MMA? He did. I was about to say that I, that I recognize one other name on this I list. Say, that's I, think, it. I think Batista did. Uh Time of the Sorta. Yep. Time oh, of the Sorta. Oh, two names. Yep. Right before he did his uh, Slim Fast commercials. 
Oh, there's another name on this list that I recognize that I did not know was a pro wrestler. Um, <laughs> trying to think. Who Randy Couture. Nah. Uh, no, he never did pro wrestling. I don't think. No, um, I know. He just said that. No, I think that's all I got is those two. No. Uh, so, um, Alberto. Alberto Del Rio. Del Rio? Really? Sure. Oh, I bet he's going back into it then. He just he just got fired by the WWE. Oh. Uh, Why did he get fired? Same kind of shit that Punk was going through. Okay. It's not a really healthy place to work. Oh. Oh, there you go. Did you guys hear that? If you haven't listened to the Colt Cabana interview, it's really fascinating. Colt Cabana? Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana. He has a show. I can't remember what it's called. Inside Wrestling Podcast, I think is what it's called. Um, but I mean, it's all over on the web. Just look up Colt Cabana or CM Punk interview. It's an hour and a half of quite revealing stuff from CM Punk. I'm a huh. CM Punk fan, so I err on his side. I'm sure there's another there's, you know, always two sides to all these things. But, sure. But uh I, I I believe a lot of the shit that went down. Go ahead. Uh Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, uh, Sean O'Hare, Bob Sapp, and Giant Silva. I did not know Giant Silva was a um pro wrestler first. Nope. Uh bonus question MMA fighters uh Daniel Puder Puder? P U D R sure. Uh, Jeremiah Riggs, Dan Severin, Ken Shamrock, and Sylvester Turkey transitioned uh, from MMA to professional wrestling. Oh, they were the other way. Yeah, yeah. Ken Shamrock, yeah. I do remember that. I, yeah. I recognize Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock. I played in a poker tournament one time, sitting next to Ken Shamrock the entire time. The man smelled like patchouli. Oh, dirty Lots hippie. and lots of patchouli. Hmm. Before he fought or wrestled, he followed fish around the country for three years. It's true. Yeah. Selling burritos out of the back of his van. Uh, he, he was also, man. He, he was terrifying money. to sit next to. Uh, a, a little like, bit on the intimidation side? Veiny and like giant muscles and oh, a lot of bit on the intimidation did side. He, did he break his cards as he held them? Did they just shatter in his hand? He, he did not. <laughs> I mean, and, and I, mean you know, I, I sat next to him in a poker tournament, so that's not, I, I, have, I have no basis to say this on at all. He did not seem pleasant. You know, that afternoon, he was, not, he was not in a pleasant mood for whatever reason. It was, it was not. We don't know. Probably because he was playing poker. Maybe. I mean, I'm not saying he was not a pleasant person That's or anything like that, face. but that afternoon he was not a pleasant person to sit next to. Okay. I uh, hope you enjoyed my questions. I am still searching for the future scoop to add to the monolith and make me a double scoop. Very respectfully, fucking you in the face, Max the Ginger Scoop. Thanks, Thank Max. You, Max. Search, search hard, Max. We yes. need you. We need double scoops. Monoliths and obelisks. Monolith. Monolith and obelisk. We good. Yeah. All right. I want to thank Jacob, our sound guy. Woohoo! I want to thank uh, Ace Munz for his drawings, Ryer Appledorn for his photoshops, uh, Jeff for running the subreddit, Tony in the UK, Tony Longworth for his music. I want to thank uh, Nick for his Jock vs. Nerd music. Sam and JJ. I want to thank Sam and JJ for his music. We got we got a lot of a lot of folks helping out this show. Yeah, we're adding to this it. list quickly. It's nice, it's awesome. The Scoop Army. Uh, I want to thank the Scoop Army. I want to thank uh, Jacob. Our sound guy. Woohoo again. <laughs> uh, Penn Gillette for creating this podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jacob. I want to thank Jacob, the sound guy. And don't, don't forget that one special fan. The, the ice cream sandwich? He's the one. Yeah. I think you forgot the he creamers. Or, he or she. I want to thank the scoops, the socialists, the socialites, and the creamers. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. For the insane fans, how about yeah. the ice screamers? Ice screamers. Ooh. That's fine. I feel like we're getting closer on that one. <laughs> it's not there yet, is I it? Like getting closer. Pop cycles. Pop cycles. Yeah, but you have to say it like a weird like pop that. Pop cycles. Pop cycles. Pop cycles. I want a pop cycle. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, let's get out of here. Goodbye. <laughs> You know, uh, the part of that story that Jacob left out, the real key to the whole thing, uh, the guy's mom was in the back seat the whole time. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll use this green bag. <laughs> Clean that up, Dennis. <laughs> Aww.